Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier, connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Follow the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Polly Howard, Matt Yeomans, Mitch out. Uh, Lombardi in a second. Points bet sportsbooks giving you more live betting than ever before. Don't just bet before the game. Download the app. With points bet, you get more live betting, more live bet types, more live cash outs, and more ways to live your bet life. Download the app now. Use the code VSIN2K. Get two risk free bets up to $2,000. What a promotion. Must be 21. Terms and conditions apply. Lombardi line every day. Give them a listen. Three Super Bowl rings. The great Michael Lombardi joins us every Monday at this time during the football season. Former NFL executive. Okay, you you tweeted all weekend. Either you're coaching it or allowing it to happen. We start with the Dallas, the 14 penalties. The offense only seven points going to the fourth quarter. They want to blame the officials after the game. Uh, the, the play call there at the end. I mean, j- just take it away about what you saw. And again, this organization is one and done again in the playoffs. You know, Paulie, it's a, you know they're going to blame the, the officials. They're going to blame you know. I mean, first of all, let's just take situational football, right? So you practice at the in these. If you're going to run that play, you got the center's got to know to hand the ball to the official. He can't spot the ball. I mean, this is what you rehearsed. I mean, and McCarthy said after the game which I thought was the most bizarre answer of all. Our analytic department thought it was a good call. <laughs> when did you start including them on the calls? Right. Like, seriously, when did they start having involvement on the call? You just want to, if you want to blame those poor guys, go ahead. But I mean, <laughs> like, what are we doing? You know, what are we doing here? I, I mean, I said this all year because of their inconsistencies, especially, you know, after the bye week, their offense, I kept saying, are they practicing hard? I kept asking people in the league, do they practice hard? And everybody was telling me that sees them said, no, not really. They just kind of really go through the motions. And you can see it when you have 14 penalties and unforced errors that they created on themselves. I mean, they just, as Belichick would often say, they deserve what they got. Yeah. They're, they're they're silly penalties. The, the, the Gregory holding call parse jumping off sides, false start penalties. I mean, these are inexcusable at big points of the critical key moments. No doubt. I mean, and you know, and, and you're the head coach and you're not calling plays. So you're in charge of the discipline. You're in charge of the game management. You're in charge of all those things. I mean, the decision to punt early in the fourth quarter was bizarre. 
You know, I mean, like, you know, it was weird. Like I, I, I didn't, was he watching the same game we were watching? I don't know. You know, but look, let, let's be real clear here. I mean, this is the Cowboys have been, this is what Jerry wants as the team. You know, this is the culture he's created. When he fired Jimmy Johnson, he wanted to run the team. And, you know, and since Parcells, you know, Parcells lost that wild card game because they couldn't get the hold down in 03. Right. I mean, have they been a really good, I mean, they're America's team because we think they are and they have tremendous talent, but how could, let's just ask this question, switch, you know, when I was a kid, I used to play Stratomatic baseball and this guy, Michael Sanino and Danny Reynolds and I would, we play Stratomatic. And when, when Sanino was on a winning streak, he would always get cocky and say, let, let, you know, you know, let me manage your team. I'll win. I'll win. I'll beat you with your team against my team. I'll show you how superior I am. Let's put Kyle Shanahan on the Cowboys. Let him coach that team. What do you think that record would be? <laughs> yeah. Good point. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Now, what do you think now moving forward here? I know he had the bad interception late, but you just see how much great coach, so much talent on that team. Oh, we know Bosa banged up, but what do you think about San Francisco going to Lambeau? Well, I mean, I was really – I thought that, to me, the most shocking part about that Cowboy game was the Cowboys' offensive line not coming, not playing well. I thought they would be able to block them and then throw the ball against them. I mean, if you go back and watch the Houston Texan game, a game that the 49ers had to have, the Texans actually moved the ball. I mean, they had a horrible call on an interception, turned fumble, turned back. That game, the, Cow- the, the, the 49ers covered that game, but I, I didn't think they played all that well. I thought that they could block them. And clearly, McGovern, the right guard, the left guard, 52, he couldn't block anybody yesterday. So that was the most disappointing thing. And if they play like that, if that front plays with that same intensity, you know, they're going to put some pressure on on Rodgers. I think the key to the game is is what they did with Dallas is limit the amount of time that Rodgers is on the field. Run the football. They'll run the ball on, on Green Bay. There's no doubt they'll run the ball on Green Bay. Yeah. Doesn't matter the weather, who's in, who's out. Brady always delivers in playoff times. Playoff time, Brady was fantastic. What, what do you? I know you've been so outspoken about this all year. And you're, what, what, what does Philly do with Hurts moving forward? And, and you might want to take Regor off the punt return coverage. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, that's another one. You're either coaching it or allowing it to happen. I mean, earlier in the game, right before the two, right before the end of the first half, he didn't feel the punt, which it was his yes. own miscalculation. I would have fired him after that, you know. And then they put him back there again, and you know, they said that. That, you know, in fairness to the coaches, they said Ward, who's their other returner, got hurt and he was out of the game. So they really had nobody. I would have put nobody back there and put Rieger back there because it was like having nobody back there. And so, look, I, I think this yesterday's game against the Bucks was a reminder that Hertz got benched in the championship game for Tua because he couldn't throw the ball. Let's not forget that, right? Hertz has always been a quarterback that he has to see the receiver open before he could throw it. His accuracy, his decision-making, it's not going to change. It was that way at Alabama. It was that way at Oklahoma. You can convince yourself it's going to change in Philadelphia, but it won't. And I think the Eagles know that. I mean, I thought the reason they played Min- – I-, I would have put Minshew in at halftime. They might yes. have a- it might have been a better game. Yes, I agree. Yep. I would have put Minshew in about a month and a half ago, <laughs> not at halftime. How about – uh, I agree with, I yeah, agree yeah. with you, Matty. Uh-huh. How about 49ers and Packers? You just talked a little bit about that. Catch them five and a half, the 49ers are in that game. Do you like their chances there? But And, you know, Paul and I have talked about this a lot. If Jimmy G doesn't throw a pick, you know Aaron Rodgers is probably not going to make the big mistake. He doesn't do it. Do you like the Niners' chances going to Green Bay? 
You know, I, I, I do. I think, I think that, look, they raised the, you know, we know Kyle Shannon is a dog. He's really good in this situation. And, and I thought that, I thought the Cowboys would play much better, but I, I was disappointed in the Cowboys line. You know, this Green Bay line, I think we have to wait and see. Is Bakari going to play at, at left tackle? Is Turner coming back at right tackle? Those are two injuries. I mean, that, if Dennis Kelly's the right tackle and the free agent from Virginia Tech's the left tackle, I think the 49ers will get some pressure on them. Now, we know Rodgers won't make a mistake, and we know that. The, the, but the Packers' defense, I mean, look, let's face it, the Cleveland Browns with Baker Mayfield, you know, in a game that was important, they had their chances. They mm-hmm. really had their chances. And so I do, I, I think you got to be honest and say to yourself, San Francisco does. I mean, one of the things that I think was surprising about the weekend was none of the dogs bit other than, other than the 49ers, all yeah. the dogs got killed. Yeah. Yeah. About the bills as dogs going to KC. I was really disappointed in the Patriots performance. You could tell from the outset, they didn't really bring the energy in that game. The defense looked old and slow, uh, but the bills were on a roll. This is a big game for Josh Allen. Can he get over the hump? Can he play back to back? Impressive uh, playoff games. How about this line, Michael, at less than three? A lot of people are going to say the Chiefs look cheap here. What do you think, Bills at KC? You know, I think that it's – I mean, look, after your, what you saw there, the, the, there is no slower defense in the National Football League than what we saw Saturday night. I mean, Hightower, uh, Collins, Van Nooy, McCourty, those guys, I mean, it's over. They're, it's over. You know, they're going to – that's it. I mean, they were slow. That was as bad as I've seen – and it got it went it started bad and it went worse. I mean, for two and a half games, they couldn't make the Bills punt. Right. I think you have to separate that and focus on the, this Chief team. Can they slow this down? Can they be able to? They love to play man to man. You play man to man on Josh Allen, he's going to run for 120 yards. I mean, he's going to mm-hmm. run. And can they tackle him in space? And look, I, I don't think the Bills' defense is great, but they're built to play a passing game. They're better against the passing game than they are a power run game. I do. I give him a lot of chances to go in there and play well because of the way this kid is. He's hard to tackle now. I mean, and the referees give him a long whistle. You can't get him on the ground. And look, let's face it, last night, the Chiefs, if they continue to make the mistakes that we've seen them make all year, I know it was a laugher in the, by the second half. I mean, but that's a 7 and nothing game that Pittsburgh had no business being in the lead. But they turned the ball over. If they do that against Buffalo, they won't win. Very good. What, how about Henry coming back? What can he give Tennessee? And what do you think of the early game? Tennessee laying three and a half at home to the Bengals. I like Tennessee. I think that, look, uh, mm-hmm. Tennessee is always going to play really good situational football. And I think the Cincinnati Bengals, you know, the, one of the biggest crimes of the weekend were the Raiders allowing Derek Carr to throw the ball 54 times and only giving Josh Jacobs 13 carries. And he averaged six yards a carry. Mm-hmm. He averaged six yards a carry. Like, if you're going to beat Joe Burrow and you're going to win that game, you've got to keep the ball away from him and keep running Jacobs. Like, feed him. You don't want Carr to throw it 54 times. You're not beating anybody if Carr has the ball in his hands 54 times. And I think Henry will be able to run it. I think Foreman, they'll run the ball. This Bengal defense is beat up. They're not going to yep. get a couple of those guys back this week. I think this is a hard game for them because I do think that when you break down Tennessee, they are very, very good in situational football, which is what matters come playoff time. 90 seconds, my friend. What do you think tonight? Uh, it's only the second time this has happened where a team has five more wins on the road than they do at home. And all the pressure on Stafford tonight. Do you agree? Yeah, no, I, uh, the season's pressure's on them. I mean, they're like the Cowboys. You can feel the Cowboys felt that pressure yesterday, right? I mean, look, it, 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 they, they put all their chips in the middle of the table. I mean, you know, this is the rounder scene. They went all in. They're they're licking the Oreo cookie right now. They went all in. <laughs> yep. 
I mean, they went all in. I mean, if they come out of this with a wild card loss, I mean, they're, they're, where's their season going, right? Where's their season going? So, yeah, I mean, this is all Stafford. And, you know, the mayor of Munchkinland, my man Kyler Murray, he's got to play good. I mean, he hasn't played good lately. Right. And that's been the difference in their team. He doesn't run the ball as much as he used to. He averaged six yards a carry last year, not the same this year. I think he's going to be dynamic tonight. Thank you, my friend. Go get him later today. We'll Thank talk you to guys. you soon. There it is, the great Michael Lombardi, Beeson host former NFL executive, and uh, he's, he's, he's First time right. around, those teams played. Kyler Murray passed for 268, yeah. Ram for 39, and the Cardinals ran for 216 yards on the Rams in that 30-27 win in L.A., and we've talked about it a lot. How do you explain the Cardinals being 8-1 and one straight up and against the spread on the road? Crazy. They, they, they are all, all in. And all, the, all the picks they gave up, bringing all these big names in, if they're one and done, oh, my God. Up next, we'll preview the Monday night game, all the props, and I think you're going to bet Arizona when I run down these Matthew Stafford stats coming up on VSIN. Follow the money. Paulie Howard, Matt Humans. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier, connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. They've launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now DC. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. Monday Night Football Preview in Mere Moments. Uh, Michael made some good points. You as well. The McCarthy buffoonery. I mean, kicking the field goal down 16. It's 51 yards, too, for the kicker who's had the yips. Uh, and that's he got bailed out by the Garoppolo interception, but that you also can't assume they're not going to pick up the fourth and seven. But it's like, Duck Kazarian from ESPN had a good tweet. Like, what does he do? How is he, does Quinn calls the plays as a coordinator. Mm-hmm. Moore calls the plays. And every time you, they put the, the camera on him, he's doing this. He's got his arms full. He's looking up at the, at the jumbo truck. He's never talking. He's not communicating with anybody. That's the thing. Every time the cameras show McCarthy, he's standing there, like you said, looking up at the video board, 
looking at his play sheet, he's never talking. He's not making any crucial calls, except he is screwing up some game management decisions uh, throughout the game. By the way, we talked about this with Michael Lombardi. Cowboys are 4-11 and in the playoffs since 1996, the last 26 years. 4-11. and Is that what it is? Yes. Oh, my God. Embarrassing. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is embarrassing. Here we go. My guy Stafford. So I reached out to our friend Bernie Frattle, who for years did pre- and post-game <laughs> with the Detroit Lions. Yeah. And it's my favorite stat in all of sports. Matt Stafford, in his career, against teams that have finished the season with a winning record. Career. 12-71. and 71. What? 0-8 oh and, oh and in games in his career with playoff implications. 0-3 oh record. A career against the playoffs. All the pressure in the world is on this guy tonight because he was the savior. You went to a Super Bowl with Goff. Not good enough. You make the trade, you bring in Stafford. You're all in, as Lombardi said. You don't have any picks coming up in the future. Oh. Imagine if they lose at home and his wife's complaining, don't sell your tickets to Arizona fans. He led the league in interceptions. He led the league in pick sixes. 12-71 and 71 in his career against teams that have finished the season with a winning record. Here well, we go tonight. Jeff Davis of Circus Sports is uh, probably not happy with you right now. He tweeted over the weekend, he's sick of this Stafford narrative because he played on bad Lions teams. No, he so did he, not. He can't pin no, he did not. that record all on Matthew Stafford. Shame on you, Jeff. He had a top five wide receiver of all time. Give me a break. Tom Brady's winning games with Givens and Patton and Antoine Smith and winning Super Bowl. Give me a break with the excuses. 12 and 71? Well, we Does talk, have a playoff yeah. win? Cut it out. We talked about this last week. Which quarterback's under the most pressure mm-hmm. uh, in the first round, of the wild card round of the playoffs? Matthew Stafford, without a doubt. So, huge moment for no. him tonight. No, but you're, also, let's look at the other. Let's look at uh, the Roadrunner here. So, they started seven. Murray started 7 and 0. Oh. Mm-hmm. He finished 2 and 5. His passer rating the last seven games was 86. When they once the first seven, it was one sixteen. So he has to do a better job, and the loss of Hopkins is huge as well. We'll see what uh, if they get the shot in the arm with Watt back as well. But as we talked about last Friday, since nineteen thirty three, only the only the, the the second team that's ever happened to eight and one on the road straight up, three and five at home. The two thousand ten Dolphins are the only other team to do this with a, a five win disparity, home and road. Um, but McVay is 9-1 career against Arizona. They dominated the first meeting in Los Angeles. They lost at home the Monday night game. Mm-hmm. There was a missed field goal. There was a bad interception by Murray when they were driving to go up a couple scores in that game. I will note, interesting to point out, also from a prop standpoint, in the first meeting, Cup had 60 yards, yeah. his low. So it's, it's it all comes down to Stafford tonight. Will he turn it over? Will there be a key pick? And... Uh, and it just, it's, I can't believe a team is 8-1 and one on the road here and so bad at home. Well, I think Michael Lombardi made the point, and I agree with him. Kyler Murray's got to be dynamic tonight for the Cardinals to win this game, and he has been far from that since mm-hmm. he came back from the ankle injury. And uh, the Cardinals won him four down the stretch. The one win at Dallas. Um, I took the Cardinals. I took four points with the Cardinals tonight. I bet the Cardinals the first time these teams played. Uh, that was back on October 3rd when they won that game 37-20. to I bet the Rams in the rematch – in Arizona on that Monday night. And don't forget the Rams had COVID issues in that game, remember? And uh, they were kind of backed against the wall, but they came out. Stafford played well for the most part. 
uh, that night. And uh, the Rams got the win at Arizona. But part of the reason I bet the Rams in that game is that the Cardinals were so bad at home. Mm-hmm. They're just a better team to bet on the road. It's kind of hard to explain it. Uh, but I bet the Cardinals the first time, the Rams the second time, and I'm on the Cardinals again in the uh, the third game tonight. Well, a lot of people we talked to over the weekend, they really like Arizona, as you mentioned, and uh, uh, King of the North also loves them too. But this, <laughs> with these safeties out, I mean, the, Eric Weddle's playing tonight. He's been out of the league for yeah. two and a half years. Yeah, you're right. They signed Weddle, and he's going to play. I mean, think about that, how banged up they are in the secondary and, now. And their defense is not that good anyway. I talked about this last week. One of the reasons I like the Niners against the Cowboys, another reason I'm fading the Rams, the Niners outgained the Rams by about 200 yards in that Week 18 game in Los Angeles. You can run, you can throw, you can move the ball on this Rams defense. You can talk about the big names, Aaron Donald, Von Miller, uh, Jalen Ramsey. You can talk about Mm -hmm. all the stars on that defense, but it's not a good Rams defense right now. So let's see what Kyler Murray can get done. It obviously hurts not to have DeAndre Hopkins. We're going to find out today, is James Conner going to be ready to go? Rondale Moore, so... The Cardinals have been a banged-up team. It looks like some of those guys are going to be back on the field uh, tonight. But it's just which quarterback. I think it's going to come down to which quarterback is going to either make more plays or yeah. make more mistakes. It's going to be Kyler or uh, Stafford. Right. So that, that great uh, trend we mentioned earlier in the show, we mentioned on Friday as well. Uh, if you whoever think you're going to win the game, pick the team that's going to win the game and cash the ticket. Mm-hmm. That's 5-0 and so far, and it's on, what, that 53-7-1 and run uh, in this round as well. Uh, the, the Arizona's been great taking it away on the road and not so much at home. Uh, that, that's another reason why they're 8-1 and one on the road. But some of these props at Bet Rivers. Cup is 104.5 receiving yards. Huh, 104.5. I think Ertz can have a big game. Hey, by the way, yep. we called that one going into the weekend. That Jamar Chase receiving yards total mm-hmm. was so low, and he flew over that total. A lot of guys were low. We, yeah, Renfro we, went over. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Ertz is in the 50s. Kirk's in the 50s. Beckham, 44 and a half. A.J. Green, 43 and a half. Higby, uh, 40 and a half as well. The quarterbacks, Stafford, 272 and a half. Murray, 254 and a half. And you also have the props. Will they, uh, will either guy throw an interception as well? First, last touchdown, as they always have up. Uh, I, I, bet, I already bet the longest touchdown under. That's four and one so far. Uh, Kelsey took me out last night, but that's uh, Kelsey took me out more amazed than one. But uh, that's four and one so far. Defensive special teams touchdown, yes, plus two fifty. Safeties ten to one. Longest made field goal forty six and a half yards. Largest lead fourteen and a half. Mm. I would lead under there. Overtime is nine to one. Two point conversion plus two sixty. That prop comes down to tonight's game. There was only one scoreless quarter plus three sixty five. Will, each, will the Cardinals score every quarter? Will the Rams score every quarter? Will someone throw for 400 yards? Yes, it's 4-1. to one. Will someone have 100 yards rushing, plus 250? Will someone have 150 yards receiving, plus 285? Great job with all these props. Mahomes threw for 400 last night. Yes, he night. did. Yes, he did. Hey. I could see Stafford throwing for 400 tonight. He might also throw two picks. Yes, he could. He's got eight picks in the last four games. The scoreless quarter, that cash last night in the Chief game. It was 63 points scored. Ah, that's amazing. And it was 0-0 zero, yeah. zero in the second quarter. I couldn't believe that. Longest touchdown, 42.5, as I mentioned. Shortest touchdown, under 1.5. I know 
Uh, Glenn, our guy in Quincy, always loves to play that under, especially in big games. Made field goals, three and a half, under minus 140. And will any player score two-plus touchdowns? Yes is minus 190 in that one. Uh, Stafford's, by the way, twenty. It's only twenty to throw an interception. I bet the yes on that, too. I, I think he's going to throw a pick. So this is, oh, God. Imagine if they lose. I can't let the Rams get beat. Oh, my God. Disaster. Well, the Rams have not been a very good home team this year. And uh, they don't forget they lost in Week 18 at home. They backed into this division title. And they were lucky. Uh, despite the mm-hmm. Stafford turnovers, they were able to win at Minnesota, at Baltimore late in the season. Could have been a much different picture for the Rams if they didn't squeak out wins in those two games. Look at the Rams down the stretch. Uh, mm-hmm. Went 5-1, and one, but they were lucky to win a couple of those games. They easily could have been 2-4 uh, you know, and four or 3-3 uh, three and three in those final six games. Right, and they also had that easy stretch. I mean, look at that resume, that easy stretch in the middle of the season, too, where it's a bad team. After Seahawks, Giants, Lions, Texans run. Um, but they've had several home losses this year as well. Up next, you don't want to overreact, but we will overreact to what happened this past weekend in the playoffs and moving forward in the in the next round and also the offseason for the NFL. And then we'll run down all the recap, everything what happened. I they finish in Dallas, all the props as well. We got a ton of NBA games. We got some day games and hockey. We got Jimmy Vaccaro, Aaron running, all that coming up, follow the money. Polly Howard, Matt Humans, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Follow the money on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. Full recap coming up of uh, what transpired with the Dallas finish. And we'll also talk to Aaron Renning, the good NBA card tonight. Visa has a great new offer to help make this your best betting year ever. Our new big game, big dance special provides Visa Plus. Everything we do from now through April 5th for only $69. Sign up now. Get our daily best bet emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming big game and college hoops betting guide, and full access to vsin.com, our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game, one of the most exciting betting seasons of the year. Don't miss out on one of the best deals of the year, vsin.com slash big deal to sign up today. All right, let's have some fun with this segment. Done it before. You don't want to overreact, but I don't, Matt, I don't want to overreact. But after, could we have upsets? Kansas City, too many turnovers. They couldn't figure out the defense. Having said all that, I think Tampa Bay and Kansas City are going to re- meet in a Super Bowl rematch. Wow. Now, you, now I rematch. know you got, you got injuries on the offensive line with Tampa Bay. But as Arian said after the game, once Brady figures you out, you're toast. You're in trouble. And doesn't matter who was hurt, the injuries that Tampa Bay had, that's 31 nothing. 44 minutes in. And a great job by Tampa. And the other thing with Kansas City, it's like, I'm not going against Mahomes in a big game. So I know he kept turning the ball over. They were a disaster ATS. They couldn't get any stops. And now they're on a roll. I know what happened, uh, uh, that tough loss against Cincinnati. But and I know, I know about the Steelers, too, uh, coming in. It, tough way for Ben to go out. But a great performance by Mahomes. 400 yards, five touchdowns. Everyone got involved. Kelsey even throwing the touchdown pass. I like the Chiefs at home to beat the Bills and go all the way to the Super Bowl. That's right. You and I have a bet on that. You gave me the Bills yep. plus three and a half. I don't want to overreact, but the Eagles are in trouble moving forward. I mean, if you take away this rushing attack, Hurts can't beat you with his arm. You saw that game earlier this year against the Giants when he kept throwing interceptions and they were held to seven points. 
They had 170 yards till garbage time. Totally misleading score. It's 31 nothing, mm. 44 minutes in, and they had 170 yards. So bizarre play calling as well with Philly, but they are limited, and I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, that was, yeah, sure, a couple weeks ago. Forget about I would have made the change and put Minshew in there once you were down 17 to nothing because you were buried at that point. Yeah. You couldn't come back because you have to abandon the run, mm-hmm. and, and he's not going to do anything through the air. It was ugly Saturday night, but I think the Patriots are in good hands. I, I know, uh, as Lombardi said, a lot of these guys are old on defense, but you have a rookie quarterback who took you to the playoffs and gained valuable experience in a big playoff game as well. Didn't work out for him. Uh, Allen was phenomenal in the win but I think it's a bright future for the Patriots moving forward and the moves they made this offseason. They're playing with house money. Not a lot of people expect them to make the playoffs. They almost Mm -hmm. won the damn division, and they get in there with a rookie quarterback. And Dallas is cursed, and this is not going to change anytime soon as long as Jerry Jones is calling the shots. Now, great businessman, we know that. But number one, that's a billion-dollar stadium. Can you get up at the sun? I mean, the sun and then the scoreboard again comes into play. But but the other thing, when you, you you continue to whiff on these hires with the head coaching position, to share that story about McCarthy, what you said during the break. Well, we're going to try to get the video. Maybe we can get that tomorrow because uh, it's better if you see it and to see what a doofus Mike McCarthy looks like when he's talking about this. He told Jerry Jones when he interviewed for the job that I watched every snap of the Cowboys the previous year, study everything about this team. And he was asking in a press conference about what did you learn about the Cowboys when you watched every snap of the previous season. And McCarthy said, well, you know, I, I, I got to admit, I did, really didn't watch every snap of the season. I just told Jerry that because I was trying to get the job. <laughs> Unbelievable that a guy would admit that yes. at the press conference. Yes. I mean, at that point, he should have been on the hot seat immediately. Jerry Jones had to be like, what kind of buffoon did I just hire? I can't believe he lied to me and then admitted in the press conference that he lied about it. Well, let's, let's try to get that video on the show well, tomorrow, because you, you really can't believe it until you see it. Uh, when I saw it, I, I was well, I, amazed. I couldn't believe the reports out of Green Bay that one of the reasons Rodgers couldn't stand them was they're, they're having key meetings, and he's up yeah. getting a massage. I had a terrific massage here Saturday, by the way. There are gals walking around with the massage. $2 a minute. She put her elbow right in my back for like yeah. this. Oh, awesome. I go, bring, the, bring, the, bring it heavy. It was great. $2 a minute? Just $2 a minute. So what would you do, like 10 20, minutes? Yeah, 10 minutes. Wow. Was, was that the Golden Gate? No, it's right here. They walk around. They're all okay. in the pit. And they all they come by the machines, and oh, it's awesome. Uh, but that was between the massage episode. You like Beeson's well. Mike McCarthy? <laughs> That's right. And one more. I don't want to over. Rogers said when they were having walkthroughs the day before the game. Yeah, he's getting McCarthy a McCarthy would not attend a walkthrough. He's up in his office getting a massage. <laughs> Where's Mike? Can't find him. And and people criticize this <clears> because it didn't work out for Pittsburgh and Philly. The schedule's awesome. I mean, we had. I haven't recovered, and we have another playoff game tonight, and we had three blowouts. I mean, imagine if we if Minnesota would have snuck in there, and, the, and that should have been the Chargers last night, but we know with Staley and how they blew it. But I mean, these games, you're going to have a couple blowouts, though, too. So Always that's going to happen. But imagine if we had the Chargers and Vikings in there, and you get five close games, and that, that'll probably happen next year as well. Yeah, I would have preferred to see the Chargers in the playoffs and the Steelers. I think a lot of people would. Instead, Justin Herbert and the Chargers offensive line were here at Circa out at Stadium Swim on Saturday afternoon, according to Mike Palm. Yes. Uh, I don't want to overreact, but Mike McCarthy is worse than Jason Garrett, the clapper. Don't you think? That's strong. I think it's a downgrade from Jason Garrett because 
I don't think the Cowboys made as many poor game management decisions. I know Garrett uh, had a lot of missteps and a lot of mistakes in the areas of game management. He didn't make as many bad decisions as Mike McCarthy, did he? And the Cowboys were the most penalized team in the NFL in the regular season, and they have 14 penalties for 89 yards in the playoffs. You can't mm-hmm. tell me that the Cowboys yep. are better with McCarthy than they were with Garrett. I think McCarthy's been a downgrade. You know what bothers me? Twice in the last month, they complained and, and blamed the loss on the officials. Yeah, of course. Like there's some bias against them. The Arizona loss, and then what happened? Dak Prescott, like good. He said, he said, credit to them. Credit for to them throwing for throwing trash the, at the officials. Yeah, he had 14 penalties. The Gregory hold. I mean, some of these are just ridiculous. Yeah, that Dak Prescott needed to play a lot better himself, and uh, he made a couple big mistakes in that game. I don't want to overreact, but I think Bill Belichick did a poor coaching job in the last month of the season. The Patriots won them four in their last five games. In those four losses, defense allowed 27, yeah. 33, 33, and 47 points. And uh, even if you go back to, and I've, I've said this a lot, I hate it when a hot team goes into a bye week because you yeah. can lose your rhythm, you get cooled off. Patriots had won seven in a row. They go into the bye, they come out a totally different team. Yeah. Remember when they went to Indianapolis and they were down 20 to seven with nine minutes to go? And this is where I think things started to go downhill for Belichick. Why did he kick the field goal? He didn't like he didn't like his chances. Fourth and goal from the seven. I go, Bill, come on. You need two Wait. touchdowns, win the game twenty one twenty, and you're down oh. twenty to seven and you kick that yeah. was an un Belichick like decision. Can I jump in? Well, how about yeah. Steve though? Steve Belichick. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah, enough I with mean, the nepotism, right? Yeah, a lot of people were calling him out too. They did not close that that's too bad. I well point well taken about the bye. But they did not close strong. They only win. Uh, they blew out Jacksonville. He's got to rework that defense in yep. offseason. And you know what? I, somebody said to me on a text the other night, well, you just can't bet rookie quarterbacks in the playoffs. Mac Jones was one of the Patriots' best players in that game. He actually played at a pretty high level. He just slightly underthrew. The, it was about a 50-yard deep ball that Hyde made. What a, a play. Oh, incredible. One of what the best a, plays of the playoff. Hyde with Where'd the diving interception. Yeah. Uh, we thought it was a touchdown catch. Uh, by Aguilar, and then boom, Hyde makes the pick. That was a great play by him. I thought Mac Jones actually played pretty well. I was uh, really encouraged by him the entire season, even though he didn't play well in the month of December. I don't want to overreact, but Joe Burrow right now is a top 10 quarterback in the NFL, and Derek Carr is not. Um, I think Carr barely is a, you know, a top 15 quarterback in the NFL, and you saw Joe Burrow's potential again in that game, even though he didn't put up big numbers, Paul. I think in the next two or three years, uh, Joe Burrow is going to be the betting public's one of the betting public's favorite quarterbacks to play and to bet on is uh, Burrow. His passer rating in the last five games, 129.9. Highest passer rating ever by Joe Montana in a five-game stretch, 128. He's the guy you want to bet on. I think it's uh, he's uh, going to be a big part of the future of the NFL, one of these guys. Kind of like Josh Allen's got a huge game this weekend. Can he beat KC on the road? Um, did you see what happened with Jay Barker? I don't want to overreact, but Jay Barker's in big, big trouble. <laughs> no, I didn't. What happened? <laughs> did you see? This? No. How about this headline? Jay Barker, the former Alabama well, back, quarterback, yeah, yeah. led the tide to the huh. national title. I think the 1993 Sugar Bowl, they blew out Miami. He was a fifth-round draft pick by the Packers. Never played in the NFL, but played in the CFL and the XFL. Ex-Alabama quarterback Jay Barker arrested after allegedly attempting to hit estranged wife Sarah Evans with a car. Sarah Evans, a country singer. Oh, God. He was at a party. He hit the, hit the gas and backed up and tried to run over Sarah Evans and somebody she was with. 
and uh, he's been charged with felony assault. So uh, I don't want to overreact, but I would hate to be Jay Barker <laughs> right now. What a big mistake hey. that is. Oh, my God. Jesus. He's good. a sports, I think, a sports talk radio host in Birmingham. Oh, he is? Yeah. All right. Good knowledge. Uh, we'll recap everything that happened over the weekend. All the props, the big plays, point spread shenanigans, all the great trends. And uh, we ran down from point spread weekly and the finish in Dallas. Both teams trying to give the game away in the fourth quarter of San Francisco, Dallas. And then we'll get to the NBA in 15 minutes with Aaron running straight ahead. Follow the money. Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier, connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Welcome back. Bet River Sportsbook takes football same game parlays to a whole other level. Now you can combine same game parlays from different games, give even more ways to make your perfect combo. Download the app or go to betrivers.com today to explore all the new ways you can create your ideal combo. Must be 21. Playing uh, Playable in Jersey is playsugarhouse.com and over 250 different ways to bet the playoff game tonight. That was something with the 49er Cowboy finish. Both teams, fourth and inches. Number one, I thought there's no way you can overturn that on the Samuel play. Mm -hmm. You can't tell me and look at that and say uh, 100% that it's knees down. Right, I agree with you. The other thing is... First down, game over. That's what I thought. And then Jimmy G didn't wait for Williams to get set on the sneak. Somehow Dallas gets the ball back. Before that, 49er players are waving by to the crowd. It almost (laughs) came down to a Hail Mary. Up 16, fourth quarter, Jimmy G misses a wide-open Ayuk on third down. They give up the fake punt and then the field goal, which I don't know how you're not ready for the field goal. That whole sequence, again, that's a, as Felica tweeted, that's a masterpiece by McCarthy, where you go, you have that, the, the, the delay a game following the fake punt, mm-hmm. where I don't know what you're trying to do there, get them to burn a timeout, whatever. Right. They can't get right. And then he try, kicks the field goal down 16 to make a two-score game a two-score game mm-hmm. on fourth and seven. And it's a 51-yard try. Right. That's another one. So the chippy. Uh, and then the horrific Garoppolo interception. Why is Shanahan throwing the ball there, too? 
because they're having so much success on the ground. Mitchell yeah. was fantastic, sure. by the way. But that that decision, um, they don't cover the side. What were they doing defensively on the final drive? They're just that's the other thing. Giving the Cowboys a chance. Right. I, I couldn't believe they kept leaving the sideline unguarded like they did. They right. gave the Cowboys forty yards in about twenty seconds. Right. So the the controversial finish there about. Uh, not getting the ball spotted in time and not being able to clock it, but that's completely on Dallas. And McCarthy defended the call afterwards. Moore calls it in. McCarthy signs off on it, as uh, Gosselin tweeted. Um, but why don't you run the play that they ran at the start of that drive, the hook and ladder? That was a great play. That was a great play. They could have ran that. But the 49ers just giving them the soft stuff and letting them dump it down. It's like they were going to get to like the 25-yard line for a final shot. I don't know why they left the sideline unguarded like that. You want the Cowboys to throw the ball over the middle. They start to drive with 38 seconds and no timeouts. You throw one pass over the middle, you're going to burn 20 seconds off the clock trying to get up to the line and get set. So I thought that was a very questionable defensive strategy by the Niners. Almost cost them. If you think about it, uh, the Cowboys had what they wanted. Uh, really, you're just hoping for a miracle. You want a Hail Mary, throw it in the end zone, hopefully you get a batted ball that's caught. We've seen it happen with Aaron Rodgers a few times. It happens. Uh, and Somehow the Cowboys didn't even get off a play, didn't even get a, a throw into the end zone at the end, end of the game, which is inconceivable that that could happen. Now, how about Mike McCarthy saying the analytics people told us a run up the middle was the right call? Mike Lombardi made a reference to that. Did you read that comment last night? What the hell is he talking about? You have to also think about risk-reward. If they're going to let you dump it off, play after play, and give you the sideline, you just scoot out of bounds, take that. Yeah, yeah. Because that's, he's obviously going to slide down in the middle of the field. And even if you, that's going to come down, is what, 12, 13 seconds left when he slid? Mm-hmm. You, you're, Kyle Shanahan was not flawless. Uh, Jimmy G was not flawless. But they were better than Dak Prescott and mm-hmm. Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys. And Kellen Moore has got to take some heat, too. Because he does. He, he did not call a very good no. game. Uh, we have a clip with uh, Kyle Shanahan, right? Talking about clip. the ending of the yeah. game. Good. Shanahan afterwards, uh, breaking it down. No, I thought it was over because I saw it live. Um, so I, th- I was very confident it was done. I was just nervous that sometimes when you're real confident and you think you see it right, sometimes it changes. So uh, you're never fully sure until um, they let you know. Yep, he was discussing the final play, and that, well, that was quick. Game over. Okay. And then well, the, so here that, comes the debris. But I, I, I felt the same way about the measurement. I thought they had the first yeah. down on the end. Of, that can't happen. Either. The game should have been over there. What was that? Was third and eleven? Mm-hmm. That cannot happen. They ran was, the that ball. Was, that was a great play call on the uh, the flip to Debo Samuel. That that was a really good play call by Kyle Shanahan. Mm-hmm. At the end, I don't know why Dak didn't go down sooner. He ran seventeen yards. You can get down after ten yards to make sure you go down. You hand the ball to the ref. And make sure you have time to clock it. Uh, why did he run 17? Why did he not hand the ball to the ref? And that's why Kyle Shanahan's talking there. He was confident the time had expired. Another thing is, Paul, we see, we see some uh, really poorly officiated games in the NFL, including the, the Raiders' Bengals had to be the worst. But sure. why was the umpire 20 yards behind the play sprinting up to try to catch up to uh, Dak Prescott and spot the ball? And the NFL's explanation was he was trying to put the ball down at the proper spot uh, obviously, the ump's got to touch the ball before it can be snapped. He, how's he know what the proper spot was? He was 20 yards behind the play. <laughs> it's just I can't believe very bizarre I, to I, see I, a game in that way. That was yeah. I was speechless the whole fourth quarter. I, it's all I mean, it's they're up 16 in the fourth quarter. They're dominating the game. Mm-hmm. You're having so much success. I, why would you even throw with Garoppolo with his the season he's had? 
and then they, they want to cry about the officiate, and you have seven points. So everything that was said, Jerry was right, too, and, and Dak just refused to, to, no, I'm not in a slump. I'm fine. Okay, well, you played Philly, and they said everybody, so who cares? You struggled against Arizona. You couldn't move the ball against the Giants. Right. You were in a big slump, that offense, and there's too much talent for that to happen. And again, they go out, the, the one and done in the playoffs, 11 straight playoff appearances without reaching the championship game, conference title game, one and done, seven of the last 11 Amazing. playoff appearances. Four and 11 since 1996 in the playoffs. That is unacceptable. And the Cowboys last won a Super Bowl 96, 26 right. years ago. So pick the team to win the game and cash the ticket. 5-0 ATS. In this round, going back, it's a 53-7-1 run. The team that wins the game covers the number. Home teams went 4-1 ATS. In the 3-6 matchup, it's on a 16-3-1 under run. If the road team wins, it's correlated to the under. 22-6-2 under run. So if you like Arizona tonight, 25 of the last 34 games on Sunday have gone under. And when the in this round only, when the home favorite has been laying seven or more, 15 and two straight up, 13 and four ATS since 2005. Some good numbers there about what transpired. We started the day in the playoffs with Cincinnati at home to the Raiders. Wild affair. You mentioned Boger's crew was done. Finito, that was it. So many people were calling this about there's going to be controversy. How did this crew get a playoff assignment? The the inadvertent whistle where several Raiders stopped playing because they thought Burrow stepped out of bounds and then they hear the whistle. Afterwards, they lied and said, no, he already caught the touchdown when the whistle was blown. Right. Ridiculous. NBC doesn't mention it, though. They come back for about five minutes on commercial break. Uh, the, the Renfro play, it's like you're standing right there. He dropped the ball. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? You have to go through a challenge. I, I can't. The one thing, the stop with the four or five-minute discussions when they huddle up, too. I mean, I tweeted it was a hot dog stand. What was going on? Laundry, laundry, laundry. And then it was so uh, unprofessional what they were doing with that crew. And then Carr throws the interception on the final play. But the decision to spike it and stop the clock, you had a t- 30 seconds. Once you're in the red zone, is an eternity at the 10-yard line. And to, to, to prove my point, after they throws the interception on fourth down, by the way, short of the end right. zone, Cincinnati still took over with 12 seconds. So they had plenty of time to run four plays. Well, not only that, it's uh, you, you can't spike the ball on first down in that situation, like you said, when you got 30 seconds. Plus, you have the advantage right there. You've got the defense on its heels. Uh, the defense is a little bit disorganized. When you spike the ball, you allow the defense to kind of regroup. And uh, that was a big mistake by Derek Carr. As a veteran quarterback in your eighth year, you can't make that mistake. With that much time left, you can't waste – a play like that and give the advantage back to the defense. I thought that was a, a horrible decision. Mm-hmm. And then on fourth down, his, his favorite target all year has either been Hunter Renfro or Darren Waller. Waller was running out in the flat. It looked like he was going to come open. Derek Carr forces a throw into double coverage short of the goal line, and that's a terrible decision with your game on the line, with your season on the line, and uh, that's why Derek Carr is not an elite quarterback. Uh, he might be good enough to be the Raiders franchise quarterback. He's got a low ceiling of uh, where he's going to lead this team. What's the ceiling with Derek Carr at quarterback? I, I'm not a Carr critic. I never really, really have been. Uh, I think he's good enough. He's a, a top 15 quarterback in the league, not an elite quarterback. But 
what do you, what's the ceiling for the Raiders? Maybe get to the playoffs, win a playoff game? He's not going to get you any any further than that. No. As a veteran quarterback, you can't make those two bad decisions like he made at the end of that game. And then the Saturday night, I couldn't believe it. Very disappointed that we had, thing was oh, over in the first quarter. Sad, Allen, actually. what a performance by Allen and the Bills offense. Football perspective, no team in history has ever got an entire game without punting, kicking a field goal, or turning the ball over. And and that's seven possessions until the, the kneel down at the end. Seven possessions, seven touchdowns. The opposite of the Steelers. Dominant who went, who went seven? The Bills. Bills went, what, yeah. th- seven three and outs to start. You know, I have to give the Bills credit. They played really well. They made the Patriots look bad, and the Patriots made the Bills look probably better than they are. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to overreact to uh, to one game, but Josh Allen played one of the best games I've ever seen him play. 21 for yeah. 25, 308, five TDs. Can he do it again this yeah. week? Seven, seven punts, rather. Uh, first seven drives resulted in a, in a punt for Pittsburgh. Huge NBA card coming up today with a lot of day games. And the Lakers at home, how do they respond against Utah? Aaron Running, professional sports better up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.